We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hi, CBOS girlies. It's Kate, and we're back. It's 2023. I hope you missed us. I'm here with Emma. Hi, everyone. Yeah, it's been how many weeks since we've last potted? I think it's good that we took a break, you know, make everyone kind of hope and like pray that we will come back. And Kate and I never take breaks when it comes to anything in life. So this was a good, good reset for us. Yeah, I feel like probably in the last pod, we were just rambling on rambling. And now Emma and I have a lot to talk about. We have been gone. I've been on a different continent. We had to deal with posting memes when we were 18 hours apart. Like it was an interesting time for us over here in the CMOS Girlies lab. But we were very excited to get back. We've been talking off pod and like we'll talk off pod more about like what we want the format of the pod to look like because, you know, we're always thinking about what you guys actually want to listen to. And I'm sure you guys already fucking know what a probiotic is. We don't need to like rant about that anymore. And if that is more like current episodes, like what's going on on TikTok, what's going on in the news, or if it's more of these deep dives that we've done kind of throughout the show's entirety of like food and climate change or what is, you know bloating or what is adrenal fatigue so we always love your feedback too so like pop in geneva and give us some feedback otherwise emma and i we're just two people guiding the train and we don't know what you guys all want that was kate and i are we're notoriously known for pivoting and doing weird things with either the branding of the podcast or style of the podcast and i think it's good that we're like that but yeah new year new knew a lot of things for both of us and for the pod so if you guys want to see change this year this is your time to let us know um because i don't want anyone complaining in november that (laughs) they wish things had changed yeah or that you hate us (laughs) yeah you hate us well log off if you hate us but we thought you should we should fill the listeners in on what we've been up to in this past month i bet you've already known that if you follow us on instagram but if you don't you truly just follow for the memes like bless your soul you literally do not need to see what we post um for starters uh i'm kate if you don't know (laughs) I just feel like we should maybe say who our voices are. Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Emma, and I have a podcast. And we're the girls. Okay. Um, so yeah, I went home to Minnesota. Emma and I are both from the Midwest. So I went home to Minnesota for Christmas. It was right when that flat that flight like fiasco thing happened with Southwest, and everyone was struggling. Whatever. I fly Delta. I was chilling. Got home. You know, hung out with my cats and stuff. But. I went to Australia, which was crazy. So for context, like my dad had been to Australia a bunch of times for work and we were going to try to go in 2020 and then the pandemic happened. So this trip really got like postponed a lot. And we all, so like my sister, 
my brother-in-law is that what it is yeah her husband Mm -hmm. my twin brother mom dad and I all six of us went to Australia we flew to LAX and then we got on that 15-hour flight all the way to Australia and if you're finding someone from the states that's going to go on a trip like that like from a flight perspective obviously I'm very grateful to go but like the flight is so bad (laughs) going there it was fine we all slept like I ate and then you just kind of fall asleep but coming back I did not sleep a single hour of that flight and I had podcasts. I was listening to all the Huberman Labs. I had like every single health and wellness podcast, like stacked the fuck up. Three audiobooks, which I didn't even bother to touch. I was just replaying Ethel Kane's fucking album over and over and sobbing to hope that would help me fall asleep. So the flights were bad, but I love Sydney. I love Melbourne. And we went to Cairns, who were like Great Barry Reef is, and we did like some snorkeling. Didn't really see that much. But my my overall um, perspectives on Australia was that there's kombucha everywhere, which I didn't really know about. Like you can get kombucha at a gas station, like next to coca-cola I, got, I went and got dry needling i wrote this like a week ago it's not that exciting but i just got dry needling because my calves were acting up i ran a bunch on bondi beach um i went vintage shopping in fitzroy where there was that like annoying like tiktok of like these boys on like the fitzroy garage party like i hung out in that area of australia and it, it was giving like bushwick of new york city so it's interesting to be there and then um another thing about grocery stores outside of the u.s is that they have such uninvited uninviting lighting it's like that overhead lighting that like really is not fun to go in. I just noticed that when I was grocery shopping a little bit, it was not the best experience um, abroad. And those are my three notes of Australia that are fairly random, but had a lot of fun. And I'm now back in New York and I still have not been able to sleep um, until 2 a.m. this entire week. So not good for me over here. But what have you been up to, dog? How was um, Nebraska and life back here? Yeah, Nebraska was good. Yeah, I can't imagine being on that flight. Even when I fly home and it's just that three-hour direct flight, I still lose my mind. I just, yeah. I hate sitting still. And for some reason, maybe I'm like a hypochondriac, but like I hate the toilets on airplanes. And so I refuse <laughs> to use them. And so I think if I were to be on a 15-hour flight, that would be a lot for me. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, I went back to Nebraska. I was home for, I don't even know, a week and a half, almost two weeks. It was very cold. It was when that crazy cold spell happened across the country and it was negative 40 degrees and I didn't really get to leave my house for a few days. And I think, you know, five years ago, that would have been a huge challenge for me, but current me, it really didn't even phase me. And I think it was just good for me just to really, you know, chill, take a break, rest and I think when I'm home now, I definitely live way more in the moment. Like I really wasn't on mm-hmm. social media much. I was just enjoying the time with like my mom, my dad, my grandparents. And I have had this have I've had these conversations with my brother before that when you go home now as an adult, like it reminds you how temporary life is. Yeah. And just witnessing all the changes that occur. Like my grandparents are definitely getting up that age where, you know, there's mental decline and all that jazz. And so I definitely try to soak up as much time with them. And like, now when I go home, I sleep in a temporary bedroom. So it's very bittersweet when I go home, but I did a lot of cooking with my family. I, my brothers are really big into cooking now, which is really fun. So we made a shit ton of Caesar salad. We were like trying to perfect like a Caesar salad (laughs) dressing recipe, which gets me to my point that like whisking is the ultimate arm workout. For some reason, I was the designated whisker. And if anyone has like made Caesar salad before, you have to like constantly whisk while you drizzle the olive oil. And it's like a five minute process. And yeah, so my arms got strong from that. And a little Midwest hack. So my dad kind of deals with like bad seasonal depression. Like he hates winter. He needs like sunshine. It's never sunny in Nebraska. It's just like dark, gloomy, gray skies and like dead grass for, you know, three or four months straight. And so 
my dad will always go to the botanical gardens or to the zoo to like the jungle area where it's like very warm and humid. <laughs> so if you're someone who lives in the Midwest, I mean, I'm blessed in the sense that like we have the number one zoo like in the world. Um, shout out Omaha. But oh, damn. if you are someone who does not have access to like you know the beach or can't really fly anywhere in the winter if you have a botanical garden that has some sort of greenhouse or even just the zoo just to be in that environment does make such a difference and like it's i i felt crazy being at the zoo at 9 a.m with my dad to like get in (laughs) our like humid weather moment but yeah that was a fun highlight from my trip and i came back to new york a few days before new year's eve and i feel like everything's kind of been a blur but kate and i're gonna get into like or new hobbits, hobbits, habits, and like things that we're doing in the new year. But I would say so far, life has felt very peaceful for me, which is a feeling or some sensation that I don't think I've ever unlocked the code to. And I feel like a new woman because of that. And it's really beautiful to see that I am definitely maturing and that I can feel that my brain is starting to fully develop yeah we're both developing no I agree I honestly got to give that zoo hack to my mom because the past times I've come home she's like fuck it I'm buying an infrared sauna for the house and I'm like you and what get your money bags up Annie like I wish that for you but I don't know where you're getting an infrared sauna so crazy yeah that was another thing from Australia I think I missed since I missed like a little bit of January I forgot when the sun sets at 4 p.m because it was summer there and that was just a different vibe but it's been fine in New York I feel like I just get into like such a a zone in the winter here where I forget that you can do stuff after six like I went out on Friday but I just if it's a weekday I'm just kind of like all right like sit like a hobbit in my fucking bed and then I'm like now I've been well this will get into like new habits we're doing in 2023 because like I got a lot of new things in my wind down routine that are so excessive that like I really have not shared with anyone yet but we'll get into that in a little bit another note we have is um since Emma's on TikTok we DM TikToks back and forth and I don't know how similar for you pages are but occasionally we will get some videos that we will giggle and send back and forth and it's men that are into health and wellness and i'm sure if you're on tiktok you have seen the toxic men i'm not even talking about liver king i'm talking about liver king like junior varsity guys that are like there's one and it butter was like, dog yeah sure and they're just like keto tiktok men that will post their really insane diet like what i eat in a day videos and it's like beef honey um eggs honey and then they'll be like no oat milk that's for pussies like they say stuff like that they're hilarious except there's one person kind of in that grouping that i actually love and admire and i think his tiktok handle is salt king perhaps but he's this like buff blonde dude and he just looks like a teddy bear but he has like he like actually cooks beautiful meals and it's not just like him eating fucking like grass-fed steak and honey and cantaloupe but (laughs) they are a wild group out there and I don't know what to think or feel about it it's extreme and I'm not surprised that that is the narrative that they're going with yeah well I've been thinking like this was funny that a man told me this but I don't know if this man even listened to the pod, but he was like, you know what? You should listen to Joe Rogan. And I, and I like stopped him there. I was like, you as a white man are telling me to listen to Joe Rogan. Like, that's funny. But I know that Joe Rogan obviously has a lot of weird health and wellness things. And I just want to know, like, what men are getting fed about health and wellness? Like, if they have an inkling to care about it, because like, even though Rogan's a fucking freak and like problematic, he is very popular and so many people are getting his message. Like all of a lot of us are probably getting like Huberman Lab, duh. And I know some guys listen to that shit too. But like, yeah, I, I want to see what weird therapy things Rogan is like fucking preaching on his show. But I actually don't think I will ever commit to the bit and do that. <laughs> it was just like I've, I I've watched the little highlights of Joe Rogan. I don't know why, but 
it's a lot of cold plunges, uh, sitting in saunas and creatine, I think is the yeah. main gist, which yeah. sounds about right. Yeah, it is nice. Like I traveled and I obviously didn't travel with any supplements besides like athletic greens. I bought electrolytes in Australia and then I had Brazil nuts. And then, oh my God, I had psyllium husks and my mom was like, what are these? And I'm like, they're helping for digestion. Like when you're on the go and psyllium husks are really good for men with like heart issues. And my dad has had three heart attacks for context. And I'm like, mom, you need to start giving dad like psyllium husks. And it's so funny, like another weird, not weird, but like holistic wellness thing. Like I have a twin brother with various disabilities and adrenal adrenal insufficiency is one of his disabilities. He has cerebral palsy and he's hard of hearing. So for adrenal insufficiency, he has this like, has had this issue with digesting food for a very long time and my mom was listening to like mark hyman and some other holistic doctors whatever obviously taking with a grain of salt because like my brother is reliant on western medicine like he takes shit every single day that he needs to take but they were just like i wonder if there's any like remedies we can do because he was really struggling to digest food because of his like shunt that's in his body for adrenal stuff this is just like a weird side tangent but my brother has been gluten-free for a month he hasn't had any issues with like choking and swallowing food which wow. is crazy. And he like hasn't had any flare-ups and any inflammation in his throat, which were like leading to this blocking. So it's like crazy because yeah, like my family, I've had a lot of medical issues in my family. And like it's weird when like little holistic things actually, you know, do work. Cause some of it is like woo-woo quack stuff and some of it does have validity to it. And you have to kind of like find what works. Um so yeah, weird side tangent, but it was nice to travel and then like reset on my supplements. Cause like I wasn't taking any adaptogens. Like I was not getting a diverse amount of veggies. And this is like, let's get into like the 2023, like new habit type thing. Okay. I'll start off. Oh wait, I think we have to take, we don't have to take a break. We're fine. Um, we'll just keep on talking. Yeah, actually we'll take a break. I'm going to, we can rearrange the doc a little bit and we'll get back into it. Sorry for okay, Um Yeah, we'll chat with you guys in a moment. Bye. <laughs> we forgot what potting is. Bye. <laughs> We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, so as I mentioned, the first thing that I've been getting into is like since I was gone, I obviously was just eating whatever. Like I ate so many poached eggs on toast with avocado in Australia, which like loved it. But now that I'm back, Emma and I are both, of course, attempting to be chefs again. Like once I have a stock pot coming to my place and once I start making bone broth, it is fucking over for you hoes, like truly over for you hoes. One thing that I've tried to do before and I fell off the bandwagon because it's really daunting is this idea that you should eat like 35 different fruits and vegetables throughout the week. Before I talk about this, I remember this one 
I don't even want to say this one woman on TikTok decided to say mm-hmm. Kate on the Seamass Girlies podcast, whatever, uh, got this wrong. And I clearly said in that episode, if you go listen to it, that like things like ginger and things like spices count towards your 35 fruit and vegetable a week. It's not literally like you need to eat an apple, a banana, an orange, like garlic counts in this category, like a red onion versus a spring onion are different things. It's very like crazy and it's very elitist to be able to fucking do that. And like, I will never be able to probably reach 35, but I catch myself just buying the same sack of carrots. And so I've been forcing myself to buy less quantity produce and then more diverse. So like, you know, if you can go to a place where you can just hand pick like one portobello mushroom versus like a pack of like three or four of them, like I've been doing shit like that. And it's been really great. I feel like I'm so much more satiated when I have like a huge plate with like five different vegetables versus like one vegetable and like two cups of it, if you know what I mean. So that's been something that is fun for me in terms of food. The only other food thing I've been doing is like less coffee. I feel like I often make coffee out of boredom. Like at 2 p.m., I'm just like, oh, maybe this will like help me. Like I just need more energy. And I'm like, actually don't. Like I actually should just sit with myself and like fucking relax. And I've been delaying my coffee intake, like Huberman says, like 90 minutes after waking, which is really fucking hard. And when I first started doing it, I like could not get through those 90 minutes. Like I'd go on a little walk. I would try to like just get in the zone of like my life, but it was so hard until I had my first sip of coffee. And then I actually did buy those like element you know um electrolytes that Huberman has in his pod I use his little link and you get like a free pack with your order and I really like them I feel like the ones I was taking before Ultima which I was like standing like on and off I've told people to take them they have a lot of stevia in them and I really noticed the difference now that I'm not taking them and the element ones are kind of expensive but I'm like fuck I really like them so those have been my main food notes as of now but yeah, you've been doing I, a lot of food stuff I So I honestly like love to cook and I do know that I am a good cook. And I was talking to my brother about this actually when he was visiting me and we're both pretty similar in the sense of we're pretty type A. Um, We both have dealt with like food stuff in the past. He was did a lot of sports in high school and there's a lot of eyes kind of on his physique and all that jazz. And him and I were both bonding over you know, the whole idea that once you actually like cook real meals, it's a really good way for you to heal your relationship with yeah. food and also to really challenge a lot of your food rules that may still be kind of bubbling in the back of your head. Just yeah. because if you actually want to follow a recipe and have it actually taste good, it's like, yeah, you're gonna have to use all the all of the olive oil or actually yeah, totally. use like the real all-purpose flour and all that stuff. Um and I just have wanted to feel creative this coming year. That's like a whole goal for me in that is connected to cooking. And I think for like the last probably five or six months, I found myself in 2022, just eating just stuff that I did not feel good about. Not even like it being junk food, just me eating pure slop. And it just like, wasn't making me feel good. I wasn't really even like tasting my food. And I want to, you know, when I'm 30 or have kids be able to actually cook stuff. So yeah, I've been cooking. I have always have had a huge love for Middle Eastern and like Mediterranean food. That's like stuff that my parents would feed us a lot growing up and that's definitely stuck with me and I want to get like so good at cooking like authentic stuff so I have a few cookbooks coming in the mail but it's been really therapeutic for me to cook and I am been working through my stress and how to sort of alleviate that because I think stress is like as everyone is in this fucking country, stress all the time. But I think I always get stressed about stuff that like it doesn't even exist. And I just like make up scenarios in my head. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So cooking's been really great. Been cooking a lot of steak. 
and I'm going to keep on doing it. I need to get a little Dutch oven so I can do my broths. I want to get into cooking bread. My brother, Ethan, Mm. has been cooking bread. He got a sous vide for Christmas, so he's been doing all of that stuff. So it's been really funny because I've been texting like two of my brothers. We've all been sending photos of like our meals that we've been cooking throughout the week, and it's been really, really sweet. Um, In terms of like other food-related changes that I've done, I haven't been reducing my coffee intake. I've been good at about not drinking coffee in the afternoon, and I've been working on trying to have food with my first cup of coffee, which is really, really big for women because coffee can cause you to have like an increase in cortisol, which a little bit of like cortisol can be a good thing. But when it's like so chronically like, you know, overdone, it can be really, really detrimental for women. And one of those things that you can do is to like, you know, have food with your coffee. And I have to go to the gym early in the morning with work. So it doesn't make sense for me or I just don't want to stomach a huge meal or you know like a true pre-workout snack so I've just been having my Brazil nuts with my coffee and I've been trying to do more like adaptogenic lattes in the afternoon just because I love adaptogens but it's so easy to get off the bandwagon yeah uh, with those guys so I it's actually so funny I think when Kate and I used to have CMOS life we had make adaptogen latte beverage things with us like once a week and it'd be like follow along recipes i don't know why that just popped in my head but i remember we would like do random stuff on there um throw back don't remember anyway, that <laughs> don't remember I, that I don't at know all why i have such vivid memories but anyway I, was gonna, yeah i was gonna say about coffee too like when you when you wake up that's when your cortisol's at its highest too so if you're adding coffee on top of that that's often why it's an issue because like i feel like even if i drink like let's say just a cup of coffee on its own at 11 it doesn't affect me as much but if it's like the first thing in the morning and i'm drinking coffee like yeah i feel super crazy with that and i've been kind of dealing with this too because eating before running is something that like i've experimented a lot with whether it's portion size whether it's like macronutrient that i focus on um And I like, I haven't really still found something that is like the best kind of like, this is what I'm going to do every single time. Like I fully might eat this like rice for breakfast tomorrow with like honey on it. Like, I don't even know. Like I'm just like fucking around. And that's been one thing that has changed with me for food. Like, you know, when you go to a restaurant and you're like, oh, damn it. I either want like the avocado toast or I want like the ube waffles or something. Like when we were traveling, a lot of times my sister and I would split like that third dish so we both could try it. And I've kind of been cooking like that, like for dinner, for example, I had like a fried egg over like a really small amount of rice. And then I also made spring rolls on the side because I was like craving both. But even though those like don't go together, it was just a good way for me to eat like once again, a more diverse amount of food versus just eating like two potatoes, like like freely the banana girl. You know what I mean? So I think that's another like food thing um, that's been exciting. Have you have you like not have you been ditching any food things or that I've been thinking about? Um, I wouldn't say ditching, but I you and I know the type of meals that we've made in the past and I definitely have like strayed away from that and I've actually been like trying to cook a new recipe once or twice a week so I would say actually eating like real meals and not just like random manic swap has been yeah the biggest change so I mean I'm still eating the same type of things but I'm actually being more mindful about how I'm preparing it and I think when you actually put dedication into your food you actually then end up like taking your time to eat it and you actually just appreciate the moment I feel like for me too, that's helped with post meal bloating, which, you know, bloating's normal, but I will always just like have crazy bloating after dinner, but I've been experimenting with actually like taking my time with dinner. And I've noticed such a huge difference yeah. about like not eating in a manic state. So 
me that's too. kind of been the yeah few changes for me yeah like me in the morning like oh my god two days ago i think i spilled my entire breakfast all over my floor and shattered a mason jar so i had to remake my breakfast in which i was already hungry and then i go to, to sit down and i literally fling coffee all the way across my bed and i was so pissed because i had to go make like a second fucking breakfast and like today's an example i decided i was like i feel so tight and just like angsty because my muscles are sore because i had like a 15 mile run yesterday so i did like a foam rolling session for like 10 minutes and massage with my foam and with my like massage gun before I ate breakfast because like I do not want to eat in like a tense state because like you said like I notice it affects me so much and I just like don't even appreciate like the food that I just cooked with my meal which is so sad I feel like to some extent like my sweet tooth has gone away just because I think I'm eating way more different foods if that makes sense like I've been saying like I'm getting in so many different things and I think I've been thinking about food less as um like, you know, when you get in that phase of thinking about his calories and like, is this too much? Is this not enough? Whatever. And I've just been thinking about it as like the diversity of my diet, the micronutrients and also the quality of your food, because there was like a bunch, I've seen a bunch of TikToks about this, how like obviously calories, like, you know, the whole kind of weight loss shit in the nineties was like calories in calories out. And now that we know so much more about how like your body processes food in different ways, like if you gave two people that are the same height and the same weight, the same diet, like they would interact very differently, differently. So I've been trying to think about food quality more than any of that other shit about like calories and like, is this food like good, bad, whatever. And just like, is it nutritious? And does it gonna give me like energy or something else in my life which I've never been in that place before in my yeah, life Yeah, I actually completely relate about the sweet tooth thing not saying that if you still have a sweet tooth like you're a bad person or no anything. I think for me I again would just eat really sad stuff for dinner and then I would just be like okay I need to have something sweet to make up for all this like gross food that I just ate not gross but something that like wasn't super appetizing and yeah I feel like I've been viewing food more as like an experience and just more for a way to explore my creative side and that's been a fun, a fun project. So I definitely encourage people. I also shout out to whatever person commented my TikTok video, but I did a full tutorial on how to cook steak and a few people followed it. And so thank you to those people who followed my little tutorial. A few men also um, congratulated me on my cooking techniques. So I feel accomplished (laughs) in that way, even though I should not be seeking male validation, but uh, yeah, thank you for those people who made the steak because of me. That's funny as hell. Okay, we should get into lifestyle and movement stuff. So my biggest recent relevation, if you guys know, I'm a runner, I'm training for a half and a full marathon, is I'm in my Cali Sober era, which I thought was so funny. Like someone commented on my TikTok when I was just blabbing and they're like, are you Cali Sober? And I was like, I'm random. Like, I don't really have a relationship with alcohol or weed in like any sort of like real, like I do it, I don't do it. I'm very just random with it. But for context, I run with a running group in Brooklyn and a few of the guys Guys that I'm good friends with have been kind of working on like destigmatizing cannabis and athletics. So they are very sports performance focused in the way that they consume weed and like not just like oh I'm gonna go get high and go on a run like they're very specific with like dosage and like have been doing it for a very long time and so it's like a thing that at this run club people smoke before the run and I did it once and I was like oh this is like funny because like I'm so straight edge and I never smoke and a few weeks ago like before I went to Australia I was like I'm just going to smoke before my runs, like my easy runs, just to like, you know, have a new vibe. And I've been enjoying it so much. Um, It's like really weird because I've never had any inclination towards alcohol or towards like weed or any drug in my life. Not even like I had like stigmas around weed. I just literally didn't know anyone that smoked weed in like where I went to high school and shit. 
Um, so yeah, I like smoked like on and during my 15 mile run yesterday. It wasn't dangerous. I didn't get hit by a car. Like I've been doing it before on shorter runs and stuff. So I'm like tapped into it, but it's really fun. Like I feel like for a lot of my life, I've had to stick up my ass about everything. And I feel like I'm chill, like obviously like weed, but like, yeah, I just feel like I'm so much more like, like just get into my body a lot faster and not worry about like bullshit, which is like cool. Cause I've never had that experience with like shit like that. Yeah, that's cool. I think for me in terms of movement, it's been the same. I've just been like lifting and really focusing on form. I've been doing a lot more mobility work because I have just noticed that I'm so tight lately and I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or what the hell or just like actually sore muscles, but no dude, same. I had the thought yesterday and I was like, how am I already this? Like I was doing a mobility TikTok today and I'm like, how are my hips like this? Like what were my grandma's hips like when she was fucking 24 or did they just not even know about how it's probably just because we all sit on computers all day. But anyway, so mobility routines, it's like so overwhelming. There's so many videos on TikTok and it's like really, really hard to follow. But I found this one chick on YouTube. Her name's Julia Ruppel and she has like 10 she reminds me of um who's that youtube workout chick that like everyone i don't know why i'm saying the word chick, but yeah mad fit so she kind of reminds me of mad fit but anyway she has these like 10 minute mobility routine guided workouts and it's like you know 50 seconds on 10 seconds off but it's a lot of like movements that i haven't haven't seen on tiktok and so i've been doing one or two of those per night and i do think it has made a huge difference and i've been doing a lot more foam rolling because that is another thing that I struggle to be consistent with and those are like the little things I really want to get back into swimming this is part of my rant section but it's just not accessible in the city and I think the only reason why I would ever consider to leave New York is to go to California (laughs) so I could swim swim and it's just like it's so annoying because if I want to belong to a gym it'll be like 200 plus dollars for that and I was like, oh, maybe I joined some master swim club, but I also still want to have access to a gym, a yeah. regular gym. And then I'd be spending $500. So I don't know. I'm like, I need to figure that out. But I wish swimming was easy. If anyone listens to this podcast as part of a master swim group and enjoys it, let me know if you're someone in the city who also has like figured out an easy way to swim. Because all I want is to spend $18, $25 on a day pass and just swim some goddamn, swim some goddamn laps. But God forbid that is an option in this cursed city of ours. Yeah, I really have no insight on that for you, but I could see you like swimming in California in your triathlon period of your life. I'm that'll probably happen in my 30s. That's that's what I'll do. Yeah. Um my next thing is along with foam rolling, I have been massaging my calves to death. So, I've had on and off shin splints with running for a very long time and I finally have cracked the code when I got this dry needling in Australia. It was the first time that like a PT had told me this that really changed things because previously it was like, "Oh, your calves are weak. Oh, your glutes are tight." I'm like, yeah. "Okay, yeah, I fucking know. I I understand that. But I did a TikTok about it if you want to watch it. Like I explain it, but basically my quads are really tight and then I can't get a full range of motion and then it leads to overstriding and then it leads to this calf issue. So I have been taking my my hyperice massage gun and just massaging my calves like extremely hard for 30 minutes and massaging my quads extremely hard for 30 minutes because at first I was like, oh, I should probably like let them rest or they're too inflamed. Like I don't want to add pressure to them. But every PT I've been to is like, you can't make them more like, you're not going to like break your legs and they need blood flow to them the circulation to them to get out that tightness so if you have shin splints like don't be afraid of fucking getting in there i've even used a tennis ball or i've even used like one of those like scrapers before um Mm -hmm. that's the only way i've really found like relief with it um i've still been on my baths my bedtime routine has just been like crazy like desperate this past week because i've been trying to go to sleep and i can't go to sleep yeah what have you been doing like what have you been doing during those terrible hours of midnight and one and two when you can't sleep 
wanting to die calling my crush in california like i'm like what the fuck um no so i've had this light next to me and it goes to like a red light setting i've been doing that i have this little rotation of sitting in my normatech boots then i will go into the bath then i will go do my massage gun then i will do my foam roller then i will lay with my legs up on my bed then i will make more tea then i'll rearrange my pantry like there's nothing that i can fucking do i'm like counting sheep for days i have my brown noise on like i have headphones in the other day I went on a walk at 1am because I was like I can't fucking fall asleep so that's so terrible my sleep's been so on and off and I've been experimenting with like different magnesium dosages and I don't know I will get like good sleep and then I'll just wake up four times throughout the night I'm like what is going on exciting note about sleep so I bought like Huberman lab like um his sleep stack Mm -hmm. and it has a different form of magnesium and then it has like two other like supplements that you have to take so I'm gonna take that and I will be a guinea pig for the pod listeners to see if that helps my fucking sleep but I'm almost desperate and I've heard on many podcasts that if you go through a severe time zone change like kind of what I did with Australia my circadian rhythm is obviously fucked up and it makes sense to take melatonin because it's like your biological clock does not know what's going on but it's like i don't want to buy a whole fucking bottle of melatonin and like i don't know if they make those stupid like fucking gummies anymore and gummy supplements are like such a scam so i'm in hell girlies if you tell me you know how you see those tiktoks they're like put potatoes in your socks and it'll help with whatever i need to start doing desperate shit like that because i'm gonna kill myself just kidding sorry everyone on the pod i was that was hyperbolic but i'm not but yeah i don't have any tips for you unfortunately but you've been in usually what queens when it comes to yes oh wait so i've been okay so this is crazy the one thing where huberman has influenced me uh yeah so cold showers for people who don't know it's a really really good tool for people who have depression or anxiety it's just also really good for your skin but basically there's been studies that have found like a cold plunge or cold shower can actually cause almost like a 250 increase in dopamine and it like definitely makes you super duper alert in the morning and my brother takes cold showers i was like you know what Emma? let's just fucking do this i was a swimmer there was definitely days where like i swam in pools where the heater was broken and it was still like 55 degrees outside so like my body is used to that stuff um but i've been enjoying it and i it's a weird it's a weird feeling i like crave it but it's also in the moment very unenjoyable but then when you get out you just feel like a new human and so that has been my new little wellness routine and ritual i also just have chronically dry skin and really bad eczema in the winter and it's i think helped that a bit just because taking like really really hot showers just like dries your skin out um so if you're someone who a maybe has dry skin or perhaps just seeking out other ways to maybe help with your anxiety or stress i definitely recommend it It also just like wakes you up so if you're groggy in the morning maybe maybe try that yeah, I mean, that sounds like a good one. My mom always made us walk to elementary school because she was like, the cold will wake you up in the winter. I mean, we walked like eight minutes to school, yeah. but same sort of vibe. Um, we have a few more notes, so I'm going to, we'll get a new recording and we'll, that'll be the last little parts of this episode. Okay, so we had a little rant section. Emma said she wishes swimming was more accessible. I am a really bad swimmer. Like someone, someone asked me if like, Kate, would you ever run a triathlon? And I'm like, fuck, I could not. <laughs> but my rant, is that I texted Emma a few weekends ago, or like the day, a few weekends, I was in Australia. Last week, I texted Emma when I went to the grocery store, my first grocery trip back, and I was so excited for the taste of the sweet, sweet cottage cheese in my mouth. And I went to Whole Foods Bowery and the entire fucking shelf, like five different types of it, were all swiped, all fucking swiped. And I texted her and I said, bro, we cannot make any more cottage cheese memes, in which there are a few sitting in my drafts about cottage cheese. And We have to pivot to gatekeeping fucking cottage cheese. And I predict that it's going to be the hot girl food of 2023. 
because it already is it's fucking everyone is talking about cottage cheese yeah no it definitely is um i definitely would am proud to say that i was one of the first people yeah, on the cottage early cheese adopter train got my brother into cottage cheese my brother made a crazy cottage cheese meal um i'm going to put him on blast yeah. so my brother clifford uh, again the one who's very similar to me he sent me a photo of cottage cheese that he ate he mixed it with quinoa ground beef and like frozen defrosted green beans um yeah it looked terrible but good for him so yeah you know people be eating cottage cheese in various ways i've yeah. been eating it on toast lately which has been very yummy with some tomatoes and olive oil it kind of tastes like bruschetta uh but I've yeah been mixing it i with... don't know what to do i haven't had cottage cheese was in stock today though it's been a hit yeah. or miss the egg shortage is interesting I know. I saw someone make a TikTok, you know, when eggs get gross and you don't want to eat them. And he was like, how grateful am I to make eggs or eat eggs, even though there's an egg shortage right now and I have the ick. Yeah. But um, cottage cheese, I normally mix with maca powder and vanilla protein powder and like fruit. And then I'll like top nut butter on it. Like that's been my cottage cheese thing that I like. It's a sweet little treat. Um, Yeah. I was also thinking like, I don't really have any inclination to bake anymore. Like on that sweet treat train, like I don't really have, I'm like, "Mm, I don't think I'll ever make fucking, not ever. But I feel like I was always like, oh, I got to make like a date Snickers bar or like banana bread. And now I'm just like, I'm going to eat beef, like whatever. <laughs> so strange. Yeah, I want to get into bread baking. I made homemade tortillas the other day and they actually turned out pretty well. My brother made homemade dinner rolls. I might attempt sourdough this year because mm. I do enjoy bread and I think it would be good for me to learn that. I just want to become a domestic goddess. Yeah, I'm just ready <laughs> to be wifed up, everyone. Yeah. Yeah, I've just been thinking more like when you go to a restaurant and you see a dish since I was traveling, like when you see a dish and you're like, oh, like, I don't know how to cook that. So I'm going to order that. That's kind of my vibe. Or even when I was Australia, I was eating so much like, you know, when you're at it and it's like an add on is two dollars. I'm like, wait, if I made this in my apartment, it'd be so fucking cheap. Like if you had toast and then you had poached eggs and then you had smoked salmon and then you had like sprouts and kimchi. I'm like, wait, I could eat that for breakfast every fucking day. Like, I just don't even think that that's a meal. So get out of your little robotic habits and start cooking this year. That's our lesson to you guys. But um, yeah, we hope you guys have been having a good year, um, regardless of us potting or not. We hope you've been loving the memes. I always love when some new like blue check chicks like get the meme page. And I'm like, how did you guys get here? Like some like girls, with a lot of followers. I'm like, what are how'd you find the CMOS girl? It's like crazy. Um, yeah. Who knows what we have in store? We've thought about like migrating on to TikTok more and like, you know, posting our podcast clips on a TikTok. So let us know if you'd like that. It'd be kind of a bitch for us to do editing wise and like uploading that. But if it would make you guys happy. We're willing to do it. Um, and format, we're still considering of like what we want to do on the podcast too, to be relatable and informative and all that stuff and figuring out just like what what is relevant because we just don't want to like make shit that you guys like oh boring like yeah I, I think it's definitely easy for Kate and I to feel like we've touched every topic under the sun and I know a lot of podcasts have a lot of overlap in terms of the type of topics that they talk about like Andrew Human's probably done you know five episodes on hormones and I'm sure Mark Hyman has done five episodes on regenerative agriculture so I definitely am curious if you guys are fine with us doing repetitive episodes that are kind of more in like a different yeah perspective perhaps or I mean, it's what like, topics you really want to hear about because yeah kate and i kind of live in silos or kind of i swear to god are the same person and yeah. think the same and we both just sometimes don't know what to talk about 
Yeah, I'm also re-entering my reading era. I think like I took a little break from reading a shit ton in 2022 because during that first pandemic year, it was like a new book a week. And I was just like becoming a hermit reading, like having too much information in my head. So I took a break off, became a little smooth brain, but I definitely want to get back into reading more this year. There's a book that I want to buy by this one podcaster named Natalie Patrizella. She's a professor at Parsons that focuses on exercise culture in the US. And so the podcast is called... um, Oh, fuck. What's it called? Oh, my God. It's like oh, a- isn't it like Past Present? Yeah, the Past Present podcast. It's really cool. It's like a sociology kind of like everyday culture podcast. So every like, you know, they intro their people in the podcast. She's like, and I'm writing a book called Fit Nation. And her book is finally out. And it's about like exercise culture in the US. And I'm really curious to read it because there hasn't been much literature written like beyond like academic literature about like the when did gyms start? And when did like boutique workout classes start? And like, how did this wellness industry become so expensive? So I'm excited to read that. So like we could do more like book related episodes. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, book episodes could be cool. I need to finish my book on soil health that has just been staring me in the eye. I just need to put it in a little free library thing in my neighborhood because I just don't think I'm ever going to finish it. But yeah, I need to get into reading again as well because I did have a reading moment I think last year and then classically I fell off. I'm really good at falling off things. Uh, so yeah, if you guys have any book recs, let a girly know because I get overwhelmed when I go to bookstores. I'm like, I don't know what book I should be getting, which one is like the hot new one or which like one yeah. is bad and not good. Yeah. Um, or like you see a like, girl being like, I'm so excited. I just bought this book and then like post it on TikTok and then the whole side of book talk is like, you're reading the one book that we all hate or something like that. Yeah. But I, I don't, don't read, read fi- person. but I don't read fiction. So I don't think that would really result. Like people don't have that take about nonfiction most True. times. Um, another thing, I think I'm going to start using my juicer again. Rest in peace to my Brevel juicer that I bought in 2017 when I worked at a wellness shop in the West Village. And all the girlies had their like green juice on. And I was like, I have to make juice every day. And I saved up to buy a $300 cold press juicer that I don't use because it is 10 parts and it's a bitch to fucking clean. But I think it would be so cute if I started just juicing ginger and just had like a jug of ginger juice and took ginger shots every morning in my apartment that would be a cool thing to do i think you should do that i remember when i used to make celery juice in my blender and i would strain it and i would strain it with my freaking cheesecloth uh no not even cheesecloths i not didn't even have cheesecloths. my my reusable bulk not bin bags no bro yeah that was a dark moment I, but i enjoyed it though i don't know how i managed to do that before going to work or like why we thought that was a valuable thing we need to have in our routine you know i don't know i mean we also were drinking chlorophyll water so girls this is growing up like you really you know when you hear about that like oh your brain starts to develop it really will i have to say i think 23 was honestly one of the worst years of my life not actually not the worst but like i felt like it was the worst age you know what was we know what's crazy is that so much happened oh wait 2023 there were a lot of peaks and then a lot of valleys. Like, I forget that we had the... Pardon? You mean 2022? 2022, being 20, yeah. Being 2020, 20, yes. Oh, 2022 when we were 2023 yes. was yes. a weird year because it's like we had the, the billboard, but then also I feel like nothing happened also. Yeah. And it was just so <laughs> underwhelming for a majority of the time. And I felt so stuck in a lot of aspects of my life and I don't want to feel that way again um yeah I just feel very inspired like I want to become like a holistic nutritionist I don't know how that's gonna happen but I'm like yeah, I just baby. want a lot of titles I feel like I'm 25% certified but I was talking to her Betsy she's like Emma that'd be so fucking cool for you and I was like yeah maybe I do it and maybe people pay me to help them because I have realized that 
all I want to do and all I care about is helping people. And I think I can be an inspiring person in some ways. And, you know, I'm not really motivated by money or anything. And I work in the fashion industry and it's great and all, but I know that isn't the path I want to go down for the rest of my life. And so I need to think ahead of like different pivots and maybe I become a little cap beauty hippie woo-woo woman that makes brothy beans and tells you how to cure your IBS. So more to come from me, maybe. More to come from Emma's pivot, uh, TBD on the date of that. Yeah, I meant more like, like for me, at least I felt like the last year was a lot of me like that. I, I liked most of the year, I would say relatively, I feel like I was, I was doing good things, but I just think like the age was weird. And like, I didn't really like that in between of like, I just graduated college. This is weird. And I feel like now I can kind of tap into being like the adult that I want to be. Um, I don't know why I didn't feel like I was an adult the past year. Like, I was like not an adult, but like, you're not an adult when you're 23. I still felt baby. I just think like, I feel like I, I was cosplaying as an adult. <laughs> I just feel like I re- reflected on a lot of like things that were like big things about let's say I was like talking to a brand and talking about money like I should have asked for way more or like if I was in a relationship with a guy like wow he was a fucking idiot because he was a 23 year old man like a lot of that stuff I was just like holy shit like it sucks because my mom's always said that about like Kate dating is hard and it's going to be hard until you're 27 and then like the men that are your age grow up you know like age gaps are fine or whatever but also like there is value in kind of having like being at the same point in your career being at the same stage of life as a partner and like for me at age 23 I feel like I was so much older than like the guys I was dating and it was just like what the fuck like I just want to be a little bit older to like be able to tap into that next life and now I feel like 24 is that life so if you're 23 or if you're 22 and you're like this is fucking random you'll be fine you'll be so fine just appreciate the randomness and really you you can't control anything so you just got I've been focusing on detachment that's actually been something I've been focusing on like detaching myself from outcomes and just living in the present so that's been a little of my spiritual woo-woo shit but Next week's pod, who knows what it'll be on. We still have to get back to the lab and figure out that one. But yeah, we research. hope you enjoyed. Yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed. Um, we'll see you on, you know where to find us. You know where to find us, Goofy <laughs> yeah. If you don't know where to find us, you're crazy. You're crazy. But thanks for listening to the pod. We love you, CMOS girlies. Like, comment, subscribe, all that stuff. It makes Emma and my me smile and wanting to keep doing more for you guys. So love you, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye.